in AA, we, there's a thing they talk about recovery, progress, not perfection, yes? So progress would be more of time, yeah? Perfection is of timelessness, let's put it that way, yeah? So when uh, perfection appears in time, it finds itself through progress, let's put it that way, yes? Yeah, so in other words, the perfection, if, if, if appearing in time, it's, there's a, in a sense a denial of the perfection, so then it progresses to the perfection, and as the Course in Miracles would say, you, you and I are dreaming, and we're going to dream ourselves out of the dream, that would be a progressive view, yes? So you're using whatever's happening in time and stuff like that to lead you, really not out, actually leads you seemingly out of time and then there's the perfection. So I would say perfection appearing in time would find itself through progress. So AA says progress not perfection because AA is not of non-duality, it's not of timelessness in a sense, yes? It's a, it's, it's a situation or a way of life in time. So you're gonna, you're gonna be out, you know, changed instead of changing. So you submit yourself to this program and then the program works on you and in that working that would be the progress. Yes, it's not you progressing, there's progressing, expressing as you. Yeah, yeah, all right. So that to me is, and a lot of people when they hear non-duality and they're in recovery, the mental state immediately wants to take advantage of the non-duality to, to uh, relieve it of the responsibility of recovery. So they say, well, if there isn't any self, then there's no one who's an alcoholic, so I don't need to do the steps. But then they're drunk uh, non-dualists, yeah? Because there's a fundamental miss. And it was funny, like, years and years and years ago, there was a, there was a place called the Naropa Institute that opened up. I was there when it opened in Colorado, and it was, got, it was came from a Tibetan teacher called Trungpa Rinpoche, who actually was an alcoholic, and he, I think he died drunk. And, uh, and this guy, and years later I was doing a talk and he was one of the first people there. And a lot of the people were in recovery and then they were, they were being introduced to Buddhism. And so there was a large group that was re in recovery and introduced to the Buddhism and they kept the two sort of separate. And there was another group that tried to synthesize the recovery into Buddhism. And the guy told me, they all got drunk. <laughs> and then the ones that came to the AA and then Buddhism all stayed sober. And I thought that was an incredible observation. So I see the same things happening a lot with you know, non-duality. People are looking. What you're not is trying to get an advantage from what it is, the idea of what it is for what it's not, yeah? And if there, if that urge is there, I find non-duality is gonna be very disappointing because if you try to use it, it doesn't work, yeah? If you try to, like, I did it early, I always use the example, living in Australia, just been, I was just reading the first books and stuff, and my girlfriend was going out and she asked me to do the dishes while she was out, and when she got back, the dishes weren't done, and she asked me, hey, why didn't you do the dishes? Well, there is no Paul to do the dishes. <laughs> and it's this, and she said, fuck you, Paul, wash the dishes. <laughs> so I saw that it didn't work being translated by what you're not, yes? Because what you're not just wants to get an advantage from it. And it's sort of like the uh, desert tortoise uh, when the coyote comes up on it, the coyote wants to get to the meat. The tortoise just sucks everything in. The coyote runs around a minute or two and then gets bored. It realizes it can't get anything, so it splits. Yeah. So a lot of times that's what happens with people. They, they, land, they land in non-duality, they check it out, and then they take off again in a sense because they get very clear it's not an experience. It really isn't. Yeah. It will influence your experiences, but it's not an experience. There's no way you're going to be something other than what you are to experience it. It's just it's impossible. So there's, they lose interest quite quickly in the topic. So in a way, for you to realize that nothing is truly the mother of everything, you've got to stick around a little bit, go through these little 
like teenage years in a sense and get over certain ideas so that there won't, it's sort of like the old story with the butterfly was more apt to land if you're not trying to make it land. Yeah? So if you're just sort of hanging, the butterfly may come right over. If you're trying to grab it, it always flits around, flits around, whatever, flirts around, flits around. <laughs> so to me, recovery is from a mental disease called alcoholism, and it appears in the brain and the body. I don't believe there's a spiritual malady. I don't see spirit having any malady, yeah? It's a mental malady, really, and it's an, up, it's an over uh, exaggerated interest and attention in a mental idea. And the mental idea is that there's a you, and it's constantly being verified by the claiming of everything that's happening. So the, act, the action and claim is used to infer there's an actor. And then the emphasis on not on the action but on the actor all the time. Yeah. So the seeing seemingly gets forgotten by the seer seeing, and it's an interpretation. And when you when you leave living, let's say seemingly, and you move into an interpretation, and the mental state develops, there's an irritability and restlessness and discontent that arises. And we seek solutions to that, but we seek solutions to that from the problem. So the solutions. When the problem is seeking them, reinforce the problem. And this, this is another point that goes right to, we call it in recovery, self can't get out of self, which is an incredibly clear statement. It's not in the book, but it's, it's from observation. People who entered recovery realized, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, that they were trying to get out of the problem as the problem. And they've tried to share it with us who are in the program. Hey, Self can't get out of self with the hopes that you'd recognize that maybe that's exactly what's going on. So then maybe, just maybe, that, that use of that system would stop and you'd be open to a new download, you know, seeing in a different way. Because obviously, uh, these people had taken it pretty damn far and their observation was, hey, I can't get out of me as me. I've tried like crazy and it's not working. So let's sort of back up and maybe, you know, reconnoiter, so to speak. Look at let's not keep driving the same old, same old. So yeah. <laughs> so if you'd see recovery, when you hear recovery, you have all the information. Yeah. Recovery isn't like the uh hey. Oh no, this is I don't know. What who are you what are you looking for? I'm here with extra food to drop off uh, uh, some food. Oh, uh, there's no one here to receive it, but is it refrigerated? Uh, no, it doesn't need to be refrigerated. It's uh, squash. I'll just drop it off. We'll put it here. Where, where should I bring it? You know? Just bring it right outside. Right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much is it? <laughs> oh, is it a lot? How much? How much? Oh, you better not. Can you call up the? I better not do it. It's. Well, you know, if someone did call. Uh, I'll, I'll manage it. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 20 boxes is fine. I made an executive decision. <laughs> I thought you wouldn't mind. 20 boxes is <laughs> So, in recovery, they get to the thing obsessions, you know, self centeredness, self seeking, whatever we think is the root of the problem. Uh, my humble opinion, that's not the root of the problem. That's all. And I think in AA, there's also a certain uh, suggestion to get to the exact nature of the wrong. So I would say the exact nature of the wrong is the act of being identified as the problem, let's say. So therefore, if you're identified as the problem, when you attempt to get out of it, that would be captured with self can't get out of self. Yes, that's simple. Yes? So if you're identified as the problem, which is this feeling of being the doer, the thinker, and the haver, and the loser, and all those attributes have been claimed and then stuck on the idea of the body, then if this is a seeming problem and you're using this to get out of this, that would be under the you know, topic of self can't get out of self. Yeah? So how do you get out of it then? Well, realizing you're not in it, that's the only way, yes? Mm -hmm. How do you get out of it if, see, 
the if the act of identification is the the problem then you can't get out of it as the problem but there's an urge to get out of something yes obviously a strong urge yeah because if it ain't drugs it's going to be a lot of other things it's like it's like a it's like a, a dam it's like water behind a dike that's constantly has an urge to leak out it doesn't matter people some people get recovered from alcoholism or you know using drugs and then they become drunk or then there's sex or porno whatever it's, it's constantly leaking out so if you see that you're not that then how do you get out of that well you get out of it by realizing you were never in it yes and how long does that take Yeah, exactly, as long as it takes. So, and there would be the idea of progress, which is maybe I went to 50 satsangs or something like that. Yes, but not the perfection. So therefore, the, the, these talks are just that. It's just constant repetition, and people who've come here for eight, nine years, you know, they, they don't ask, is there anything new? Because there's never anything new. Because the whole point is, the fundamental dilemma is this is if you're in the act of being identified as what you're not, yes, and then you're trying to get out of that as that, that's the fundamental not. And with all the promises of the not being undone after, do not, do not direct their undoneness to this not. So even the idea of I've lost the ego, is this, there's a feeling of being the one who lost the ego, and that same feeling was there when you thought you had an ego. Yeah. So there's the having of an ego, I'm losing the ego, yeah, but there's a sense of a one. That's the bondage point. Yeah. When it's bonding when it thinks it's arrived, and it's bonding when it thinks you've departed. It goes both ways. It doesn't it doesn't have it's not it's not tied to one or the other. It's taking itself to be before both. So both are being used to reinforce the idea of the one, yeah? So the thinker, yeah, there's a sense of a thinker. Good thoughts, bad thoughts, it doesn't freaking matter. They're all being used to imply the thinker. So that's these wild goose chases we go to try to, I'm just going to try to have good thoughts, comes from a thought, the thought of being you. The thought of being you is now thinking it's going to stop thinking. <laughs> <laughs> There's only, there's only going to be one thought left, which is, I'm the thinker. <laughs> but that's where the bonding lies. It's not the thoughts. The thoughts are used to reinforce the binding. The binding is active being the noun. Yeah, that's where it is. So it can cut down verbs like crazy. All right, I've limited the verbs in my life. I live in a fucking you know, cell in a retreat, no, but they're still you, yes? Because that sense of one is being used, is being reinforced by the claiming of everything that's going on. And as long as you're here, there's shit going on, and the mental state is going to be claiming that stuff to imply there's you, yes? And then suddenly, we take ourselves to be that, and then we move from there. It's basically... We sh we're sure about how to get to LA, yeah? But we're not sure where we're leaving from. We think we're in Omaha, but we're not in Omaha, yeah? We're in fucking Idaho. So you can have the greatest maps to LA, but if they're based on you leaving from Omaha and you're not in Omaha, they're not gonna bring, and it's even more crazy because you're in LA already. So you're, you're thinking, oh, I've gotten closer to LA, no. The feeling of being closer to L.A. is really far from L.A. <laughs> so, in recovery, it's beautiful because people go to retreats to learn what we learned already. <laughs> but we, what we went through was hundreds of thousands of dollars of bail and fucking operations and shit like that. But we have arrived at a certain, certain clear being convinced of certain things. Any life run on self, will, will hardly be a success. It doesn't say any life run on will, it's self-will, yeah? And then, mm -hmm. all right, selfish, and it says, all right, um, self is what has defeated us. All right, so how the hell does self defeat us? Yeah. It says it beautifully, it says, 
self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. And it, it's, it prefaces that by saying, being convinced of this. How are you convinced of it? Not by hearing about it, but by hearing about it and having tons of experiences that reinforce what you're hearing. Yeah. So it goes, being convinced, that means to believe with certainty, like right now. It doesn't say I was convinced. I hope I'm going to be convinced. Being convinced, right? It's alive. The knowledge is alive. It has value now. Yeah, you're being convinced that of what? That self manifests in various ways. And when we're talking about self, it's not the ego, or whatever they call it. It's the sense of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the loser, the haver. Yes? That sense of being something. Yeah? That is not arrived at from the sense of being it. It's inferred by claiming what's happening, yeah? So the verb, see, everyone thinks nouns come before verbs, but the verbs, the verbs are being claimed to infer the noun. Yeah. <laughs> and you may think it doesn't mean much, but if you're in a sense of time and you're off, so your, your watch can tell perfect time, but it started being off, yeah? So it now it never misses a tick-tock, tick-tock, but it says it's 11 when it's really 3, because it was, it was started at another point. So this, this clock is on the fucking money every second, but it's way off because it started at an after point. Yeah? The sense of you being the noun is implied to be before the verb. This is what Ramana Maharshi says in, in one of the statements, I feel it is. He says, you know, there's a presupposing, and the word pre means before, yeah? Supposing is like assuming, you know, you assume the store's open and you drive, and then you're surprised when it's closed. You didn't look it up, you didn't check the hours, you just assumed they're open. Why wouldn't they be open today? Well, just call them, no, no, it's just drive. And then you drive, and it's like, why? why? But in fact, it says right there, 11 to 7. It's not like changed it in that second. <laughs> so, a presupposing. So there's an, an assuming of what? That there's a non-existent thing that's existing. This, yes? So the animation is seemed to be taken to be what's animated. So the hands is forgotten and you think you're the glove. Well, yeah. And without thinking, it would never make it. The thinking is what seemingly makes it so. It's all through thinking, yeah? The hand would never take itself to be the glove, but if the hand's listening to a lot of thinking that it's the glove, that it was the glove, that it's going to be the glove, it can feel like it's the glove. Yes? Mm -hmm. So the thinking sort of makes it so. It doesn't, it's not so, but it, see, seemingly it means it appears to be true or false to us. We're <coughs> reality, and things are appearing to be true to us. So we're lending our reality to things by believing they're true. And at the same time, we, they can seem to be untrue to us, which would bring a great relief. Now, did you get relief from something that isn't so? No, you just saw it wasn't so. So the relief that you thought would happen by getting relief from it, when you see the from as non-existent, the, the relief is inherent. Why, do you want to feel unrelief so you can get a whack of relief? That's like fucking junkieism. Yeah, I'd rather just be stabilized in relief where I don't even notice it anymore. Now, to me, that has value. Yeah, but for the head to notice it, there's got to be an absence for, to make the present seem so cherishing. Only to, ha only to have to seem to lose it again to get that rush. Yeah? This is about if you got relief from an imaginary thing, that relief would be inherently always available at all times because it's imaginary. <laughs> so the relief from a non-existent thing is already available because the thing you want relief from is non-existent. <laughs> I don't see. So here you are progressing, but there's always these shots of timelessness where at the progressing you have moments of pure perfection because that's what it is. All the progressing is just a way, right, of triggering these moments of perfection to the point where we realize the perfections aren't coming about through a moment of time. 
They're the context of all the moments of time. So basically, the relief I'm looking for is always available at all times, right where I am, with no requirement necessary except the ones I make up. And a lot of the pro progress here is losing the requirements. You just see through them, doom, 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 doom. And basically, you're suddenly always available at all times to that which is always available at all times. How, tell me the difference. Tell me where there's a difference between that which is always available at all times to that which is available at all times. There's no difference. That's what you are. <laughs> oh, we're coming to the point of meeting. There's no meaning. What? Oh, I'd rather have a point of meaning. Okay. And then you have to be unmet, unmet, unmet. But when suddenly, maybe you have that meeting and realize it's always been this way, you, you get weaned off of... I have to have an unmeeting to make the meeting seem <laughs> Because as I'm noticing it's laying like 30 years of unmeeting for like a very frequent, frequent peak experience of meeting, only to be back in the unmeeting again. I'd rather just say fuck it and stay in the meeting. <laughs> Why do I want to? I mean, I'm not getting much shine from the medals anymore, the spiritual medals. It doesn't mean I'd rather just be chilled out. Like, without any freaking conditions or requirements. Yeah, in other words, I don't have to have passing grades to get into this school. <laughs> so, <laughs> so to me, non-duality illuminates the path that I'm on. And I'm on a very loosely knit path. AA is pretty. AA is pretty, pretty, uh, you know. You can be very free range in it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's worked perfectly with this action figure. And then the progress, I don't give a shit anymore about progressing to perfection. <laughs> I'll just stay with the imperfection, knowing it's perfect. Yeah, that's all. It's just simple, easy. Yeah, my days go a lot nicer. <laughs> I'm readily available to people I like to be available to. So, yeah. Not on call, only Monday, Wednesday, Friday. After I had three hours of meditation. No. So, I'm available, yeah, because I'm present and therefore I'm of service. Yeah. Not as any freaking effort or thought, just the fact. Yeah. If you're home, if you're available and you're present, you're going to be of service. It's just that simple. Yeah. So when you are getting all the uh, packages, you're not in the back 40, you're right there. And you've learned early on in recovery, especially, don't fucking get any fucking straight, you know, straight jacket idea of the boxing of the invitation. Just be open to receive it as it comes, because I seemingly missed a lot of deliveries because it didn't look like, oh, I thought it was going to be coming in a different package. <laughs> I got over that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> because you think Prime is free, but it isn't. Yeah. You gotta still pay shipping return. <laughs> a lot of times. So, so, uh, so yeah. So the idea of non-duality. You know, it's like a Flintstone would start a lot. Not a Flintstone like this TV show. You know, a flint starts a lot of fires. Just one flint. If hit can cause a lot of fires. To me, that's what non-duality is as an idea. It's like a flint. It rubs against life and it sets off understanding. Yeah. And you start seeing anew, really. You have the same information, the same data, but now what's collating the data isn't the mental state. Yeah. Something else is, and then that something else is seeing the evidence, your, the basic evidence of your daily life as a different vehicle than the mental state sees it as. The mental state wants you just to drive around, Paul, all fucking day. This other thing wants, it's sort of like leading you to the point of the dreaming will stop. And as it's ending, you'll be happier. Fuck, what a great, what a great promise in a way. So, the non-duality illuminates whatever path you're on, and we're all on a path here, yes? And, uh, but it's not a path to illumination. You can't emphasize you on the path of non-duality. 
the idea of non-duality negates the idea of you. That's all. That's all it does. It's a simple negation of not two. Me and what we are is two right now. We are thinker, thought. We are the subject-object. Sometimes I'm thought about as an object. Sometimes I'm thinking about you as the subject. So we're in a subject-object basic. Uh, it's almost like an agitated thing. Yes, constantly agitating itself. So because. We always joke, but like, you make a decision as the subject to go on a retreat with the idea of the retreat, I'm gonna have great fucking experiences, fly off, but then you arrive at the retreat and the objective point of view takes over and your ass is fucking flipping out. It doesn't wanna sit 13 hours a day and it's looking, where's, it doesn't care about it, it wants a cushion. All it wants is to lift the left cheek up. It doesn't care about awakening or enlightenment. It's just fucking, just relieve me of this. So this, the subject says a lot of shit, but then the object gets the, brunt, the, bunt, the, the uh, butt of the joke, yeah? So it was very, in my head, it sounded like a great idea to cop some coke, and then my fucking ass is in jail for three days. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, the idea of uh, non-duality, again, even the spiritual subpoena has been served, and it just triggers entertaining. And then you see things anew, and then you'll see duality, you know, not as a concept, but you'll actually see duality. You'll see how things go, and look at a life of addiction and then recovery. What is that but duality? So it's swung really this way, and it swings that way. It has not, you didn't do this, nor are you doing that. And this gets me in recovery. You know, a lot of times people come into recovery and they, they gravitate to the idea that God is doing for them what they can't do for themselves. Mm. And it produces a lot of humility. So they're always seeing, oh yeah, God's getting me this, God's getting me that. But they don't apply it to before they were sober, which is they were living under the, under the tyranny of another God. They're claiming, the mental state's claiming they did all of that shit. Yeah, they're not saying they're doing any of the good shit, but they were doing all of the bad shit, but they were under another God too at the time, which is the parasite of alcoholism. And if you really got the first part of the first step, you were powerless over it. When you were taken over and you were introduced to its food, drinking or drugs or drama and shit like that, anything could possibly happen. Yeah, There was no volition and no choice in it. But we're still claimed the head is still harvesting tons of guilt and shame for that. But now every time anything's good, we immediately surrender it to God. Why not fucking put it to that God? You know what I mean? Really, why not put it to that? Yeah. So God made me do it. The parasite. But see, everyone thinks, and it's just the mental fucking way of reinforcing a system. Oh, you're trying to get out of something. Yeah, by saying that about, you know, no, you're responsible, but now it's fucking look at it with great nobility, having the humility of realizing I'm not doing it, it's God doing it, well, fucking why about on the other side? This is duality, this is the difference. You separate one from the other, they're both there. We were taken over by another God, a lesser God, let's say, it was directing us, it was leading us to situations, and yet we're claiming all of that fucking behavior as ours. What is that but identification as that? And that's what I'm saying. The act of being identified as what you're not is the root of the problem. And it's simply, it's, it's, you can see it in that statement. Being convinced that self manifested in various ways, manifested means it appears, right? manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. It separates the two. And it's saying, all right, and then we look at resentment, fear, and harms done to others. We look at sexual behavior to see how we harm others in the pursuit of what we wanted. And so we, can, we see how the self has defeated us by checking out its manifestations. It would be like Stanley, and Stanley's manifestations are coming through Paul, and when they come through, Paul says they're mine. Paul would be in the act of being identified as Stanley, yes? So just change the name Stanley with self. Self manifesting in various ways through seemingly Paul is what has defeated us. Paul, Mary, Jim, and everything else, yes? Yeah. 
we're going to look at self-common manifestations. So then the next paragraph is resentment. And so it's with the hopes of getting that understanding, you'll see resentment as a manifestation of self. And then you'll recognize, why am I calling them mine? Why am I calling the fear of my fear if it's a manifestation of self looking through these lenses? Because the spirit could look through these lenses and wouldn't see a fucking resentment and wouldn't react with mental anxiety because there's no apparent threat. It would see things as they are. But now the mental state is overdevelopment. So every time it sees anything, it sees it in the lens of what's not happening, which means anything can happen. So it's a pretty nice day. It's going to be totally fucking Armageddon by four. There's no signs it's arriving at Armageddon. But see, you've already arrived at Armageddon in the mental world. That God, that thing is playing God. So you, it, and it's, you don't get defeated by self because there isn't one. You get defeated by the manifestations of self because we give life to those manifestations. It's our God juice that's being used to play against us as God. We take ourselves to be something else, that something else sucks up our juice and manufactures a reality that has us scared shit constantly. And we're apt to do almost anything because we're not responding to what's happening, we're reacting to what's not happening, and it is the God of time. That living God does not appear in the past, nor does it appear in the future, because that God lives in the past and the future, the God of the mental state. And when you're living in the past and the future, you're under its fucking domain. And you don't even know it, all of its manifestations, you keep religiously calling them yours. How are you going to be free from that which, in which you're identified as? You can't entertain, you can entertain being free as it, you cannot entertain being free from it if you're identified as it. I ran into it for freaking years. And then suddenly it hit me, I saw this sentence, and I saw self as a foreign freaking installment. I called it a parasitical movement or a demonic possession. Anything to picture what you were calling you as other will work. Because you need the sense of other to entertain what? I can be free from other. If other and I are identified, I'm going to try to be free as other. And that's going to be a long, drawn-out fucking affair. Yes? As soon as I saw I was not that, I swear, a possibility appeared. And your mind is like a huge horizon. And your vision can see through any mental fucking cloud. You are on the sun side. So the mind opened up, and the first possibility says, I could be free from it. And it explained what I had been, what this had seemed to be doing since it was six. It had been trying to be free as it all those fucking years. Mm -hmm. I kept trying to be get out of self as self. Mm -hmm. And all these admonitions just made total fucking sense. They never not made sense since. I saw it as other, and then I could entertain. I can be free from it, and so it is. You're inherently free from it. Now, are you free from a lot of shit here? Maybe, maybe not. But you're definitely free from this imaginary idea, for sure. Yeah? You've got to pick it up, cherish it, fondle it, fucking make love to it, to it all day to make it seem to be so. That can be outgrown. Yeah? And now the solution is established, not the fucking problem. Now, does the problem keep appearing? Probably, but you, you see it from the solution. You're not looking at it from the problem, because that's a huge problem. The problem, <laughs> learning a lot about the problem, is a huge fucking problem. To learn about the problem from the solution brings relief. And if you get relief from an imaginary thing, you better believe it's inherently always available at all times, because it's imaginary. You don't have to re-kill it every fucking day. You don't have to be vigilant. You can sit at its little fucking grave. It's not rising because it never died. It's you and I. You play the policewoman. You play the thief. You play the judge. You play the jailer. You play the prisoner. You're playing every freaking role. 
All that interest and attention can be withdrawn, not by you, but you'll express the result of that withdrawing. You will be here without getting here. You will realize you can never be out of a moment, therefore you're always in every moment. You never get gypped, and there's no fucking thought or effort on it. it because all that's telling you that it's not so ain't you. All the f shit the thought system is informing you of is based on an insane idea that you can be out of a moment, that you're something, yeah, that you're something, that the thoughts are your, you, you're the thinker. The thoughts have no power over you. It's the thinker that gives them power. I'm, f I'm free from your thoughts. If I had thoughts and they were seen as yours, I wouldn't fucking be moved. But the same thoughts held as mine can ruin my day. They're not coming from the thoughts, it's coming from us. We're dreaming. Yeah? And the thing is, if the dreaming hears that it's dreaming, things can change. Not any of this has to change at all. Yeah? This doesn't have to change. The dreaming, the dreaming sees it's not the dreamt, and therefore the dreaming brings its likeness into the expression of the dreamt. The dreamt can acquire what has to be brought through it. Yes? You can, you're not going to find the ofness in the in. You can see its expression, but you realize the source is the of. As Jesus says, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. Yeah? So you hear the message, that's all. Hear it. I mean, what? A, fuck. It would be nice if we all went to, you know, Hawaii, but we're in Marin City. Yeah. But what the hell? Maybe a ammonia-drenched smell, it's all right. Bathrooms work. You hear the message, and you go about, and a lot of people in this thing come and go because they got what they wanted, which is a relief from the bondage of self. They're traveling lighter. Maybe they send me a Christmas card, maybe they don't, you know? <laughs> but the fact is, I've met them, and I see them, and they're fucking fine when they weren't because they, first of all, Awakening enlightenment has driven so many fucking people crazy. Jesus Christ, it'd be better if no one ever heard those things. Really, you would be much more peaceful today if you didn't think today how to be leading to an awakening. You're awake. <laughs> what do you awake up today? That's it. Yeah, so. So to me, AA is a way of life for the action figure. If I had a surrender and I didn't meet AA the next day, that surrender would have dissipated by Wednesday. But because that surrender manifested strong enough oomph that AA appeared that night, and then AA was the way that this idea could be extended in time. If not, it would have been derailed easily. Yeah, yeah. So if you have addiction, real addict, real alcoholic, you need a way of life. This is what's happening with, uh, well, no, I don't want to. We can roll the image. It's not on an experiential level. Yeah. The real relief is not going to be produced by experience. Yeah. It has to be unproduced. It's always available at all times. It's our inherent nature. Yeah. Would it, would it, wouldn't it be a drop down if the sky had an urge to experience itself instead of just being the sky? It wants to have an experience of being open and <laughs> only to have to take the chance that it could have also have an experience of being closed. And I tell you, mostly the closed will be more dominant than the open. I'd rather just be the sky. You know what I mean? There's no experience. I mean, wow, I had an experience of being in the sky. I could write a nice blog on that. But if you are the sky, uh, day 81 of sky. <laughs> <laughs> looks, looks like it always does. Open and brilliant. <laughs> day 350, sky. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. Uh, day 408, the sky. <laughs> you know what I mean? There isn't a good, uh, you couldn't really make much out of it. You'd have none, you know, you could have experiences, but the, the skyness would dwarf the experiences, wouldn't it? And in, in a sense, it would be the basis. 
the experience would be allowed to actually, to act, actually, you know, actually extend as far as they could in time with the right basis instead of being contracted so quickly with the mental state, yeah? But still, they're gonna come and go. What we are doesn't come and go, yeah? We are that contextual field. So it's not an experience, it's way beyond that. It's not a state either, because states change. I don't know what it is, but I know what it ain't, really. And I think the closest you can get to what it is, is what it ain't. <laughs> you, just, you just see what you're not, and then there's a, you must be that which can see what it's not. Seriously, you know. And then there's no, you know, the system itself, it will run into its end. It will run into the futility of looking and searching and wanting and having and urging, desiring, experience. It will. It will come to its end. The system is quite limited, yeah? It can run it to its end. And then basically, the system realizes its own futility and goes about being what it is, which is just a utilitarian expression event. And let the sky be the sky, yeah? I can go through all the little warnings, but if you listen to the talks, that's what we usually do. Because this fundamentally, you would think that being a lion, it would be quite clear the message you're a lion. You would think that would get right to the point and go right to the heart of the matter, which is you're a lion. But the mental state has a lot of diversions and obscurings. Yeah? And uh, mostly, the, to me, the best talks are warnings, really. They're attempting to show you how the mental state is going to claim that which you are. And you, if you can see it, first you have an understanding of it, and then you'll recognize it. And then by recognizing, there'll be an emphasis not so much on that, but on what's seeing it. And what's seeing it can't be what's seen. And so once again, you get a sense of what you are from realizing what you're not. Yeah? So you realize, I'm not that, so when the dreaming is shared at a meeting and the dreamt says it's the one hearing the idea of being the dreaming, that doesn't go anywhere. The dreamt knowing it's the dreaming doesn't go freaking anywhere. So you just keep throwing the message. So one of the moments it gets to the dreaming and then the dreaming, knowing that it's the dreaming, sees the dreamt with a little very healthy suspicion Hey, I'm not that. Yeah? So that has value, just sort of like with the Buddha statement. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. That wasn't meant for you to hear. It was meant for the Buddha to hear. I would say the Buddha, a.k.a. Holly, yeah, and Bill, yeah, and Keith, and Amelia, yeah, we're hoping to get through because Bill, Keith, and Amelia have a huge defense mechanism like the Death Star. They're shooting down fucking all the information and inferring it back to Bill, Holly, Keith, yes? So here's the message to the Buddha. Hey, the Buddha, you can't use yourself to find yourself. All right, it's very clear to the Buddha, yeah? Because maybe he'll see it as Paul, that's what it's been doing. So AKA Paul has been the act of the Buddha looking for itself as itself. Well, all right, so suddenly the Buddha goes, wait, wait a minute. Then it gets regurgitated, and then Paul gets a big hit. And then Paul says, oh, I think I got the message. No, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Paul getting the message is unnecessary. It, it's totally unnecessary. The Buddha getting the message is what's necessary. So the Buddha, you can't use yourself to find yourself. It's a simple spiritual shoe. You put it on, and it fits, wear it. You can't, and it says mind. You can't use mind to seek mind. If you are in the sense of doing that right now, this message can hit that. So you'll go, you'll get caught in the act. What? And you can't use light <laughs> to seek light. So obviously, the one who's delivering the message is the Buddha through Hoang Po, and he sees you as the Buddha and light and mind. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't say it to anything else. The message, yeah? He wouldn't say it to Bill, Mary, Sue to stop using the Buddha to seek the Buddha, because it would pr probably be pretty good for Bill to use Buddhism to seek the Buddha qualities, yeah? He's talking to the Buddha, aka Bill, you can't use yourself to find yourself. 
So the Buddha gets it, yeah, and then something happens to the this, yeah. Maybe this suddenly gets finds that it has a gear it didn't have, which is idle, yeah, or pause, <laughs> and it stops. And things, you know, like if you could see it physically, you head this way, this way, you get readjusted, and now you're traveling, and you don't seem to be. Today doesn't seem to be intruded as much by Wednesday in next year. Yeah, you start feeling, hey, I mean, this, the day's pretty much sort of empty in a sense. Doesn't have next day tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's just fucking empty, spacious. So, all right, hey, that feels pretty good. Yeah, and so these things start happening, and then it shows its effects. And as Jesus says, you'll know the tree by its fruits. Can't know the tree because you are the tree in a mm -hmm. sense, but you're going to get to being the tree by the fruits. So you see, hey, traveling lighter over all these years. Sometimes they're more dramatic than others, but the traveling lighter has become stabilized. So what? And then you enter. What more do you want? Yeah. As an action figure. So then the action figure arrives at a beautiful state. Enough. Ah, oh, such a beautiful state for the action figure. This action figure, because it's driven by time, nothing's never enough, yes? Because it can lose some tomorrow and this. To be relieved of that fucking slavery and just have enough, look enough, 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 enough. You look at all the gauges, they're all on enough, yeah? Oh, it's just a nice, nice way to go. But you, as this, cannot produce it, or you would have already. Literally, you would have. If the system could have, he would have. And it hasn't because it can't. So, but it can express. It can express changes beautifully. It can't cause them. It can express them. So the mind has entertained possibilities. It downloads effects. And then you walk around and say, hey, wait a minute. You know. yeah. I this Saturday, any Saturday I've ever been in has never been crowded up by another Saturday. Never. <laughs> the way because they fucking are in the realm of what's not happening <laughs> and you have to come to the begrudging conclusion this quality of what's happening beats all the qualities of what's not happening because it's happening yeah they're seeing hearing feeling tasting touching when all this is thinking yes because the god of present of past and future is a god of thought yes yes yeah. It's not I am, it's I was and I will be, therefore I am. It does, really. That would be, if you read its Bible, it would be that. I was, I will be, therefore I am. <laughs> the thought was made by the thought, <laughs> manifested as the thought. <laughs> so I was, I will be, therefore I am. And really, the I am always beats it because the I am is I am. So it takes time to arrive at I am Paul. Because it has to be I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. You can see it. Because I am is always at that threshold of timelessness and manifestation. And you are that. You are the I am that I am. Yeah, It wasn't I am that I was, I am that I will be. <laughs> I am that I am. Yeah. So, all right. Did we turn that part on? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, turn that off again. We're finished. Any questions? Yes. Hey, it's not such a question, but in one of your earlier talks, I heard about, uh, you know, you see a, a, a snake on the ground, and it's terrifying, and then once you see that it's a rope, it never turns into a snake again, right? Yes. That's but the old story of, uh, but it will appear to be a snake. But, but it does appear again. Of course and, and it does. What, and one of the things that I found, and this is just in another, another one of your talks, was that the word parasite is so important because you, you get there and I'm stuck. Like, why do I feel this way? I know I'm stuck in self trying to stop. And then when that word parasite comes up, I just feel like, you know, it's not me. So I don't have to figure it out. No, you don't. And the thing is to see the parasite like Dracula will go on vampire hunts. So the parasite <laughs> will appear as the real self, you know, proclaiming I saw the false self. They're both, yes. The policeman and the thief are the same thing, yeah. So you're like, you know, that, you know, that uh, pregnant silence that's always there, 
You're that. That's where you start, really. Yeah, not in, not after the thoughts. I'm a Zen head, and you saved me about 30 years of meditation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. That used to be one of my old skits. You know, I said, well. Let's say everyone has like an 8,000 spiritual budget for the year. Now I cut it down to 2,000, so kick down like, you know, 500. <laughs> to me, I've saved you a lot of money and time. Send me some, I don't care about your time, give me money. <laughs> no, one's, no one's signed up for that. No one's signed up for, a lot of people signed up for the retreat from Paul. That's, that was a big winner. Retreat from Paul. <laughs> Retreat from Paul. <laughs> Retreat from Paul. You never heard that? Oh, this is a good one. We'll use it. So, Retreat from Paul would be first of all, you get some, we'd send you some DVDs of talks, and then we have a DVD of testimonials of all my ex girlfriends saying how much feeling of the presence they have by my absence and, then, <laughs> and so then I said then I would I would say to the person all right for this weekend I promise I won't show up wherever you are I bet you you're gonna feel better by my absence and if that works sign up for a month and send a check to P.O. Box in Hawaii and, uh, I guarantee I'll never see you again <laughs> feel the presence all the time so, retreat from Paul <laughs> Wish you were here. <laughs> That's right. Here's a reminder of where you could be. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Any questions? No. All right. Uh, yes. I like. I like. So you keep using the dream analogy, and I love the the way it correlates with lucid dreaming. Yeah. Because if you're dreaming and you spontaneously you're in the dream. You can run from the demon, you can do all these things, but until you realize, oh, I'm not the character, I'm the dreamer, the whole thing dissolves, right? The dreaming, yeah. Yeah, I'm the dreaming of this dream. Yes. And there's no amount of work in the dream you can do to get out of it, as that action figure. There's no... Well, like, of course, because that's the dreamt. Right. The dreamt, that which is the product of the dream isn't going to transcend the dream. And you've noticed mostly, most people dream in bodies, of bodies, right? Because, yes, most of the dreamings, you're appearing as a body or you're watching bodies. Sometimes mm -hmm. you're not appearing, but just, usually it's a bunch of action figures mm -hmm. happening because that's the basic uh, programming of being a body. So it, it it's totally defies the dreaming that we seemingly have at night. So... Again, because it defines his dreaming, the awake dream. I don't like the word dreamer or dream because they sound like nouns. So I like dreaming. So like you are the dreaming of the dreaming. So you are the activity of the activity. Not the, the noun of the activity which make, would make you the doer. I don't see us as doers. I see us as the activity of activities. Yeah. So we're the dreaming. Because this whole thing, the mental state, you saw it when it happens if you watch kids grow up. The mental state, uh, this is, let's put this on, honey. Just this one, is it on still? All on. right, so all right. <laughs> I just go over this one point because this is, uh, so the guy, I did a talk in LA and a guy was, uh, he was familiar with these ideas and one of our ideas is selfing. So selfing to me is the, uh, the intent of the mental processes. So if you go into memories, the memories are in the act of being identified as self. Your picture is body. Yeah? If you go into thoughts, you're thought of as a body. When you go into perceptions, interpretation of perceptions, perception sees things, yes? We perceive things. All right, so this, so I call it the act of being identified as self. So it's not the verb, the act of being identified, and then noun self. It's a whole verb. So the verb is used to imply a noun. So the act of being identified as self is a verb being used to imply a noun. So this is how it goes, seemingly. If you want to see the, the anatomy of it, yeah. All right, so 
A verb being, so Ramana says the presupposing, so the assumption that you're a thing, when it's being made, assumes that you've been a thing, and that you're going to be a thing, yes? The assumption is pre, so here's the verbing, so thinking gets claimed, yeah? Then the, the idea of the thinker gets produced, and then it gets presupposed to be before the thinking. And now that this thought of being the thinker thinks it's having all the other thoughts, yes? So suddenly a verb is happening, the verb is claimed to imply a noun, which happens after the verb, but then it's presupposed to be before the verb. So that's the interpret, this, we live by this interpretation. We, we believe there's a noun that's doing verbs, but it's really the verbs being claimed that are used to apply the noun. So the perfect example was this guy. So he said, all right, let's use this word self as Paul and then selfing as Pauling. So he says, on a bad day, how much is Paul Pauling? So all right, 70%, 50%, 40%. On a good day, how much is Paul Pauling? Maybe 10%, something like that. And he went on quite logical, but it was totally off because it's the selfing, it was the Pauling that implies the Paul. He was talking about after its effect, which is Paul is doing the Pauling. It was a perfect illustration. If I had a living fucking book, I could have copied and pasted it right there. And it would, it would save millions of times saying it, if you could see it, because it was so perfect illustration. He was just, just casually assuming that the, the noun Paul that came from the claiming of the polling was the one that was doing the polling. That's exactly, I rest my case. That's exactly the case I've been presenting for years. That's, you don't need 800,000 examples. You need one example. Just see the horse in front of the cart once, and then you can imagine and entertain the horse be in front of the cart. But you've got to have a sense of seeing it that's where the meat is. So, hey, wait a minute, I just saw that. There was selfing that implied the self, and now the self's claiming it's doing the selfing. I got tons of calls this way. The people here are selfing. Oh, I've been, Paul, I've been selfing all day. No, you fucking haven't. <laughs> There's a selfing that is, that's implying the Paul. Now suddenly Paul says it's been selfing all day. You see it? The robbery, you just saw the robbery. That's the best you can do, is offer it so you see it. Then see where it takes you. Will it constantly keep appearing like nouns are the ones doing the verb? Of course! But this is like, see there's an old Zen thing. First there is the mountain, then there is no mountain. All right, so first there is the mountain. Now, see actually I believe first there is no mountain, then there is a mountain, which is noun and verbs. Then there is no mountain, verbing. Then there's the mountain again, noun of verbs, yeah? But now you're not fucking climbing over the mountain all day because the noun says you've got to get over to the fucking other side because you realize there isn't a noun, yes? And then what happens? You'll intimate what you are. You're an, you're an activity. Just because this thing seems to be stable and a thing, you're pure activity. You're dreaming, pure dreaming. Yeah, and maybe if you heard a description of yourself as that, it would feel more intimate than a little biographical graph of, I was Paul, I did this, I got run over, all like that. That fucking thing, yeah, it sort of feels like, oh yeah, 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 historical. But when you hear a description of what you are, which is dreaming, it's much more intimate. Yeah, you're giving everything all the meaning it has, yes. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. We're free. We forget that we're dreaming. How does that seem to happen? Being identified as the dreamt, and suddenly now everything we're dreaming has the ability to affect us as the dreamt. Sounds like everyone's dead. <laughs> what more? What better diagnosis do you want? Come into the fucking room to the doctor. All right. Derobe? No. Fucking keep your clothes on. Here you go. Hey, you're the dreaming of the dream. You seemingly are forgetting that you're dreaming. How's that occurring? Well, aren't you dreamt? You're identified as the dreamt, right? Well, how can you say this is a dreamt? I'm seeing it. 
Yes, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. So whatever can be perceived isn't the dreaming. What? Yeah. All right. What's happening? Oh, well, that's just the way it is. Oh, no. So when that seemingly becomes that's the way it is, suddenly everything you're dreaming has the ability to affect you as the dreamt. What? Oh, yeah. Thoughts you're dreaming. They're held as your thoughts. Your thought can drive you fucking crazy. Yeah, so whatever you own, it owns you, basically. Yes, you don't see it. Thank you, though. You just saved me from the dreamer. Yes. I, that's very sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> One thing it has is the quality of sneakiness. Yes. <laughs> as we say, cunning, baffling, and powerful. For alcoholism, not alcohol. Fucking, have you met a cunning <laughs> bottle of vodka? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. You got an ISM. It's alcoholism. Yeah. If they changed the book, I would change that. Put three because it misleads. Oh yes, it's alcohol. It's talking to me. Alcohol has never said a fucking word to you. <laughs> Not one word. Fucking. I can't, can't walk through that aisle. Yes, you can. You're not like leaning in on your spouse. It's you. It's your mind. Yeah, the problem resides in the mind, not at Safeway, aisle five. <laughs> that's not the, gotta stay away from the problem. Well, fucking, that's what you've been trying to do, and you can't get out of you as you. Yeah? Isn't it? That's what happens. You try, when you realize you're the problem, then you try to stay away from the problem as the problem. It's more of the problem. That's why they keep telling us these things, these little words to trigger some freaking relief. Self can't get out of self. Yes, all right, that's it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs>